Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Now that's how you play football. That's how you play football. Wasn't pretty at times. Probably left some points on the board because of stupid penalties. Just scored 48 points against an inferior opponent with the last two games that they played, meaning the Auburn Tigers against a really good Georgia team. Lost by seven and lost to a very physical and let's call it what it is, more talented than them, Texas A&M took both of them to somewhat of a little bit of a wire, more of Georgia than they did A&M. You did exactly what you needed to do. We talked about it on Thursday. You needed to get off to a fast start. You did. You're up 17-0. They kind of pushed back a little bit. Score gets to 20-10, but then Jaden Daniels completely takes over, finds his third wide receiver, which there now is an emerging wide receiver. That's what the narrative of this week will be. And Kyron Lacey had a critical drop, but had a good game. Had a very, very, very good game. My name is Blake Rafino. This is the RU Series Sports Podcast. This is the live edition after LSU. Every episode, every post game, I should say, is brought to you by our good friends over at Ben Online. Dot .ag if you're not over there use the promo code believe50 that's believe50 b l e a v 50 that way that they know Blake Rufino and AYS since you own by Michael Morse with a 199 super chat says always take the over absolutely absolutely always play the LSU over life's too short to take the under Which potentially, it's looking like my picks from this week on Rafino Joe show. We're going six and two. Did lose the Oregon game, Oregon and Washington, but we're not here to discuss that. We'll discuss that tomorrow. All right, everybody, do us a favor: hit the like and share. If you're on Facebook, share to all those groups. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. The more likes we get, the better it is for us. It's the only request we have on the night. Hit the like, hit the share. Do it the same on Twitter. Share to Twitter. Share to Facebook. If you're watching us on Fubo, welcome, welcome, welcome. So look, a very fast start. We'll pull this up here. Jane Daniels with another electric night. 325 yards through the air with three touchdowns. Logan Diggs, 18 carries, 97 yards, and a tutty. Some tough yards there. Uh, throughout the game LSU I might add had a lot of yards um, in this game but Jane Daniels with another electric one as we saw there I thought you ran the ball very effectively uh, against a team who showed that they can be pretty stout in the run game I will be a little honest didn't know if you would be able to come out this fast 
to some extent because every single game besides one Florida State, you did come out hot or didn't come out hot. Power five opponents I'm talking about. You didn't necessarily come out hot and look what happened. When you start getting teams in this little mismatch, Auburn didn't have a chance. When Look, when LSU went up 17 to nothing, I felt like it was over. Felt like it was completely over. Jane Daniels completely uh, going chaotic. The only blemish, the only blemish uh, tonight that he had was the interception, and I don't know how much you blame him on that. Kind of a freakish play. Defense also played pretty well. For a team that, look, we we talk about, you know, if your offense wants to get rolling, why don't you play LSU defensively? Maybe the opposite was what we saw here tonight. If your defense needs to get rolling, maybe you needed to play Auburn's offense. But you held them to 18 points. You look good doing it. Um, Pooh, can we go to the total yards here? Um, or total team stats. Um, so look, LSU had 563. Auburn had 293. They did run for 139. They broke their streak uh, with not having a 100-yard passer. They had two weeks to do that. They had 154. The only – look, the two, the couple of things that we will need to mention, the penalties were a little insane, 12 for 100. Wasn't very clean. But the biggest thing of the night, too, is not – you knew that Jane Daniels in this game was going to come off – go off, excuse me. But the 238 rushing yards that you had on 39 carries, 6.1 yards per per rush. I mean, you just dominated an inferior opponent. You beat him by 30 at home. You're finally able to get a good victory at home. You're able to be home. And look, this, it will always win you games. Look at the third down and fourth down conversions. Auburn goes three of 12. You go six for nine. That's how you blow teams out. That's how you win football games. Defense looked good. I thought Harold Perkins looked more comfortable in his role than he has all year. He had a fantastic night. I think that there were some times that the DBs, the corners, specifically Zy Alexander, did give up some plays but then also did make some pretty decent plays. So all in all, I thought it was a really good night. I don't walk away from this thinking anything else. Um, the biggest concern, the biggest concern in this game, um, probably Emory Jones going out, I think is a big concern if you look forward. But man, you know, for Everybody who says Brian Kelly recruiting this, Brian Kelly recruiting that, coming off a big weekend, which I'll touch on a little bit here too uh, at the end of the show. But Emory Jones goes out, five stars, Lance Hurd comes in. The only time that you heard of Lance Hurd's name all night long was when he had a couple of holding penalties, a couple of penalties here and there that a freshman coming into a tough situation will have. Very tough situation, but 53 was extremely competitive. He didn't look lost. Maybe a little late here and there on some some gives, you know, like a couple of blitzes, but in the running game, he looked good. The passing game, he looked good. And no telling how long Emory will be out. If it's a high ankle sprain, could I, I don't know if he can come back to, from, to Bama. You, you just got to wait and see. Let's see what Brian Kelly says about that. But then you plug in another five-star. That's a really good thing to have. Really good thing to have. Uh, Pooh says that his biggest complaint he has is the penalties. Yeah, you can't have 12 for 100. A couple of penalties really stalled some drives for you. You know, so you're going – so the fourth possession, Jane Daniels took a sack – he gets a pop pass to Caleb Jackson for 10, which we need to talk about him. Kyron Lacey with a catch for 22 yards. Um, Jackson goes for 10. He runs the dude flat over. So you have all the momentum here. All the momentum. Neighbors drops. Neighbors has a drop. He gets missed by Jaden on the fade route, the inside fade route. Um, 
So, excuse me, it wasn't 10 yards by Jackson. It was nine yards by Caleb Jackson. You had the drop in the, in the missed fade route. So you got third and one, or fourth and one, excuse me, and then you get a false start, and then Ramos has to kick the field goal, and that's good. So you're going for it on fourth down to continue to go on this drive and get points where you kind of stalled out a little bit after scoring the 17. You get the, you get the field goal, but, I mean, penalties – stall drives man you you can't have that you you cannot have that that's a big miss very very big miss then on the fifth possession was the third and sixth the Kyron Lacey drop so you go into halftime okay and really and truthfully you know you have the third and sixth drop you have the bounce up INT that false start is a big deal because the next two series, you don't get any points. You get no points. The seventh possession you had, you knelt down on the ball, which is technically a possession. But you come out in the second half and Jane goes stupid. <laughs> I mean, you got the 60-yard kick return by Caleb Jackson, which, look, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to really get on to Frank about his rotation. I mean, John Emery had a good night. What did John Emery have on the night? Let, let's – because I know this is going to be a discussion. John Emery, six carries, 42 yards, a touchdown, 17-yard run that was, uh, as a long uh, – I mean, yeah. And then he had the 50-something-yard catch. Yeah, 49-yard catch. I mean, so you're, you're getting to a part where he's coming up on 100 – yards John Emery on seven touches so they're deep man they're deep in that room and Caleb Jackson gets a six yard kick return looks fantastic almost you almost that drive um had it got it called back because of a holding penalty but doesn't matter because Jane Daniels hits Kyron Lacey on the 25 yard touchdown and by the way, I think it was this was the first on that twenty on the first Kyron Lacey or the only Kyron Lacey touchdown. Um the twenty-five yard strike from Jane Daniels and him doing checks at the line, changing the protection, guys, that's elite shit. Like elite shit. Ron Roberts and Auburn sending the house at Jane Daniels, and it doesn't fucking matter. Like it doesn't fucking matter what you're trying to do to him. He's going to beat you if you if you show him something early, Jaden Daniels is going to beat you. And I know some people, I saw on Twitter, some of the media are complaining about Jaden Daniels' timeouts, like him having to take timeouts here and there. Who gives a flying fuck if he's having to call a timeout if 25-yard touchdown drive to Kyron Lacey? Like, what the fuck does it matter? If he sees something he doesn't like, I'd rather him take a timeout than get you into a bad play. So... For the media people that, you know, during the game, they were freaking out about that. Shut the fuck up. Because on the next series, he hits Lacey for a 57-yard uh, completion. No gain. Jane Daniels goes for 11, but it gets the block in the back by Logan Diggs. Diggs comes out, and Josh Williams on the check down TD. The dude's on fire right now, man. It, he, he Jane Daniels gives you all the hope that you can go into Tuscaloosa and win. Gives you all the hope. Uh, Bruh, 337. Yeah, so if y'all want y'all super chat or comments read, you know what to do. Go to YouTube, send in these super chats, and you'll get them read. Uh, Bruh, 337 with a 199 super chat says, How long... Are we going to keep 13 DN off the field talking about Braden Swenson? I don't know. I don't know. That it's a head scratcher to me, man. It, it's a head scratcher to me. Let's turn on the defense because look, offensively, another 500 yard performance, another 45 plus point performance. You you went insane, and, and I don't know. I mean, look, the win that you had against Missouri last week, but now. While the game LSU game was in, Missouri was up thirty-five to, to twenty-one. If I'm not mistaken, that looks really good. So, same spot you were in a year ago, man. Same spot you were in a year ago. 
You go up against Army next week, no telling what can happen. Let's talk to the talk about the defense. I thought you played a lot better up front. Look, I know that you knew that the run was coming, that they could not throw the football. I mean, when you're going man-on-man like that and you've been challenged the last couple of weeks, you're playing at home, you look good. I, I thought the D-line pre- played pretty inspired. I thought Paris Shan, man, Paris Shan had a couple of plays. I was like, God damn. Like, bad boys to Will Smith. Like, God damn. By the way, did y'all see him and Jada apparently hadn't been uh, hanging out or been together the last couple of years. That's a shame. This is crime. It's crime. Saw it on Twitter. Saw it on Twitter. Look, there's multiple plays in here that I have. Harold Perkins starred. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think Harold Perkins is kind of coming into his own a little bit in the position that he's in. I mean, look, you're traditionally running a 4-3, man. And you're telling them to stop you. And he's so versatile that he gives you the ability to do that. He gives you the ability to do that. A couple of screen passes, like the first defensive play was a screen pass. Harold Perkins tracks it down, gets the tackle for loss technically. He had a big night. The sack was really was amazing, was a good call. And, and, and here's another thing. LSU playing press man-to-man coverage. I, I mean, I know you got beat by Florida State. I, I get it. But you can't just completely go away from something because one team schooled you on something. I thought Zai Alexander had some good plays. I thought he had some bad plays. I thought the line play- I thought Omar Spates looked really good, to be real with you. Omar Spates looked really good tonight. And you look at this defense, you have a you have the last three quarters, okay? So let's just say this. In the last three quarters against Missouri, you gave up 17 points. You gave up 18 points here tonight, okay? I'm going to do some quick math because I suck at doing quick math on the fly when people are looking at me. So 17 plus 18 divided by, they'd be, Three quarters plus four divided by seven. I mean, the last seven quarters, man, you're only giving up five points a quarter. So, I know you're playing Auburn that is an inferior offense, but but Mizzou isn't. Mizzou isn't. So, you can clean some things up here and there. No telling how you can look defensively. Do have some worries in the secondary, right? Like, I I still have some worries in the secondary. So, last seven quarters, man, you're giving up five points a quarter. I I mean, I'm just going to be real with you, man. I'll take that. Just got to give the offense a chance. Got to give the offense a chance. Let's look at Auburn's stuff right quick. If we can go poo to, to team stats. They did run the ball for 139 yards. Um, look, you gave up. You didn't even give up 300 yard, total yards. 293 for Auburn. They're three. The, the biggest thing to me too. You getting off the field on third down is so fucking crucial, right? It's so fucking crucial that you were able to get off the field on third down. Um, 4.1 yards per carry, I think, is really good. 5.7 yards per pass is fantastic. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you held an inferior offense to an inferior number. I thought you played pretty well. Penn Jones with a $9.99 super chat says tackling was a thousand percent better. I thought it was too. I thought it was like, look, man, don't, don't let tonight's game fool you. Oh God damn. Notre Dame opened up a can of whoop ass. So is Missouri. Okay. Sucks for Joe. We're, I, I'm going six and two. Okay, that's the game I lost. <laughs> My I, I, I took Miami like a dumbass. Going six and two. I'll take six and two to his two and six. Um, but I agree with this from Penn. Tackling was a lot better. Can you find something here, man? Can you find something defensively? And 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 if you can then 
I just think that you're in such a better spot than you were the last three weeks. Finally, you're starting to make a little stand. I like some of the rotational pieces. I like seeing Jordan Jefferson more. Jordan Jefferson made some big plays tonight. Got a lot of penetration uh, on early rundowns. Uh, was rotating in there for Mason Smith and caused some chaos. And by the way, don't let it fool you. Auburn, two weeks ago, seven-point loss to Georgia. I know that that game's at home. I, I get it. Maybe Georgia isn't as good as we think that they are, but th- they were still hanging around with the number one team in the country. Doesn't mean you shouldn't open up your can of whoop-ass on them, but they're a physical team, and you kept hitting them over and over and over again, and they couldn't respond to it. They got to go to Robbie Astrid. If, if there's any Auburn fan listening to this, you got to go to Robbie Astrid. Peyton Thorne is not your answer. He's not your answer. So, you go five and two, you play Army next week, probably going to be six and two. Then you go into Tuscaloosa against a team that's going to be seven and one, and let's call it what it is, you're lined up to win the West. You are lining yourself up to win the West here. Again, with Brian Kelly and this team on the road against an offense in Alabama again today that looked like dog shit. So I know you wanted to stay out of this year. You want to, you know, oh, we got to, you got it. You're in the same exact spot. Can you go take care of business the next two weeks or three weeks? But you get what I mean, two weeks, and then you got to buy whatever, whatever. But I agree with Penn. Tackling 1,000% better. Chili says no transited properties. Chili, that's... I get what you're saying, but that's not a transitive property. I'm not comparing ourselves to Georgia. What I'm comparing my what I'm comparing to is that Auburn really took fucking took it to Georgia. What do you mean transitive properties? That would be like me saying, "Hey, Georgia only beat Auburn by seven. I think we can only beat them by three. It's not transitive property." What I'm saying is, don't act like that team hadn't been physical with two SEC opponents the last couple weeks because the fuck they hadn't. They had been pushing motherfuckers around left and right. So you go, you come back to home and took care of business because you were spanking that ass all up and down the field. When you rush for over 200 yards, your O-line is beating the dog shit out of people. You're beating the dog shit out of people. Clearly, the bye week was not a good thing for Auburn because they did not find shit out. Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, I I see a couple comments in there about it. Uh, Yeah, I'm worried about Emory Jones, but, you know, how bad is the injury? You know, I'm I'm assuming we'll find that out soon. Um. Brian Kelly. So, Brian Kelly in his post-game press conference just said this. Uh, Emory Jones has an ankle sprain, and they'll know more tomorrow. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I'm okay with Hurd. You got you got two weeks to prepare him for Bama. Um, one thing that I, want, I do want to talk about here, too, because um, we were posed with the question this week. Pooh, can we go to, very quickly, if you don't mind, sir, can we go to um, player stats? Box score, yeah. Uh, go down to Kyron Lacey. Go down to receivers. Okay, so here, let me read this off for everybody. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight LSU Tigers had catches tonight. That catch by Aaron Anderson. Hey, hold on, hold on. That catch by Aaron Anderson on third down, I know we talking about Aaron Anderson and him not getting involved. Shit. That was a massive third down catch that should have translated to more. He's got to keep his feet there. That's a massive catch. Kyron Lacey, man, four catches, 111 yards. I tell you one goddamn thing. I tell you one goddamn thing. 
Pooh Bear, I don't know how you feel, but this is, if he can catch the ball, the dude can play, right? Like, the dude can play. But it's just, he get he has drops it in, in opportune times. But my goodness, he can fucking play. I mean, guys, he made, those two plays tonight were fucking good. They were bracketing Brian Thomas Jr. Why? So, them bracketing BTJ, <laughs> they they said 1,000%. Ron Roberts' game plan was he did not want Brian Thomas Jr. to beat him. Shading to Brian Thomas Jr. all night long. That's why the only catches that BTJ got were usually around the line of scrimmage or around the first down marker. Okay, well, then Malik Neighbors will go off a little bit. They're playing a safety man-on-man coverage sometimes, especially that 57-yard catch by Kyron Lacey. You're talking about a safety on him. What are you doing? What are you doing with a safety on a wide receiver? I, that bogs the fuck out of me. We did that shit last week on Andre Sam. So I, I don't know, but if he can catch the goddamn football, you're gonna go into T-town and win. He got to he got to hold on to that motherfucker though. He's got to hold on to that fucker. I feel what's that movie? The replacements. Put whatever they gave Clifford Franklin. Give that shit to Kyron Lacey. My camera's out of focus. There we go. All right, a couple more super chats here. Barry B with a ten dollar super chat. What's up, Barry? Says, Jane is never mentioned for the Heisman by the national media. <laughs> After Caleb Williams got his cheeks clapped tonight by Notre Dame, he will be. Another cheek clapping out there in South Bend, Indiana. Uh, says, looks like LSU will run the table. We'll have to run that table for it to happen, probably. Probably. But uh, again, man, it, it's so subtle by Jaden. Another performance. The streak gets broken where he had five games with five touchdowns. Who gives a shit? He still goes for over four or four hundred yards. He's got three touchdowns on the night. I, I mean, it's just it, it's chaotic at this point. It's chaotic at this point. Oh shit. All right, let me let me do this really quickly. By the way, LSU just had a massive weekend in recruiting. Oh shit! All right, hold on. Um, I need to find something out. Hold on. Make it all right. I'm going to I'm going to continue we're going to continue to do the show but I need to um figure something out let me text him right quick uh-oh roll roll <laughs> Brian Kelly can't recruit Brian Kelly can't recruit Brian Kelly can't recruit He can't recruit All right, let me send this just to make sure. All right, we got a super chat here too. Cody McGee says LSU can take the SEC West and potentially be SEC champions the way Georgia struggled today against a Vanderbilt team. Not only that, not only that too. Um, look, Brock Bowers going down. I think is a big deal. So we'll see. Um, look, so there is a hold on one second, Cody. Let me say this. I'll get back to your comment. Jalen Brown is a kid. Uh commit out of Madison, Alabama, 6'6, 230 pound edge rusher. Uh, he was the second 2024 edge guy. Um that LSU brought in along with CJ Jackson. LSU might have had a massive recruiting weekend, guys. 
They we'll find out a little bit more tonight and tomorrow. LSU might have had a uh, a massive recruiting weekend, so we might have to do an emergency show tomorrow. I know I say that every time. We, we're gonna have to figure something out, but if some recruits start popping off, we're gonna have to do it. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share as well wherever you're listening. But Jalen Brown is a kid that I'd keep my eyes out on. Um. Okay. Yeah, so Cody with the, the Georgia thing. Look, losing Brock Bowers, I think, is a big deal for them. They struggled against a Vandy team, but man, you, you got a long way to go before you play would play them. You got to worry about Army and you got to worry about Bama. Get past the next two weeks. I, obviously, I feel good again for LSU against Army. Okay. I'm not saying that and the service academy, but let's get past these next two, three weeks because you got the buy in there too. Georgia can get a lot better. You don't even know if Brock Bowers wouldn't would or wouldn't play in that game. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Dane Bergeron with a $5 super chat says, I am sending Kyron Lacey a bucket of stickum. If he can catch the ball, he's electric. He man, he's got some very good moves, man. He can really, 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 really play if he can hold on to that bitch. If he can hold on to that bitch, he can play. Oh, fuck this. Fuck that. Bullshit. It's it's Burrow-esque. No, bullshit. Pooh Bear says, I'm not saying he's Burrow. Yeah, I get what Pooh's saying, but he's doing Burrow-esque. Man, I got to be real with you. He's doing more than Burrow-esque things to some extent especially on the ground. I mean, guys, when Jane Daniels uses his legs, I don't give a flying fuck if what you want him to do. Guys, him using his legs, let's look at him. Let's look at these stats. How many total quote-unquote touches would he have? Pooh, can we go up really quickly? How many rushes did Jane Daniels have? I think 8, 10 for 89. All right, so 11 for 93. So 93 yards rushing, 325 in the air, I mean, I mean, fuck that, dude. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about the Rolex wearing, what, diamond ring wearing, what, kiss stealing. <laughs> Guys, he had 418 yards in this hoe. Fuck that, three tutties. I mean, the pick, I, I'm not, fuck the pick. He's throwing too many goddamn touchdowns, fuck the interception. That If Jaden would have made a bad read, I'd be like, fuck, he made a bad read. He didn't make a bad read. I mean, <laughs> he's late with a pass. Who gives a shit? Chaotic, bounce up. Who cares? Um. So Pooh says start comparing him to Cam Newton. To pro- I mean, fuck. I, I, I got to – I just got – I'm going to ask this question. I don't mean this insensitive to Cam Newton. Cam Newton can't throw like that. <laughs> Cam ain't that accurate. But, I mean, Cam's not that accurate. I mean, look, Cam Newton was a fucking freak. Cam was not this accurate. And Jaden, I don't think, has the... the touchdowns with his legs as Cam did at this point. You know who I would be interested to see from a Heisman, just pure Heisman perspective... What the fuck did Troy Smith have in that year? I remember like Troy Smith having like 40 something touchdowns. I don't know what the fuck they were, but we'll see. You know, I, I'd have to see that. Oh, shit. Hey, man. Speaking of this recruiting weekend, if LSU hits on some of these recruits, listen, they're not done. I know everybody in their mama is fucking freaking out, was freaking out about that shit. Fuck you. What's going to happen to Brian? Let me, I'm going to, hot take, you ready? <laughs> CJ Jackson. All right, guys, another one. Another, bro, they're, they're going to be in the top six. I, I think LSU could be in the top six by Bama week. 
top five by Bama Week. They might be. Um, C.J. Jackson, another one. So, a couple a pair of edge rushers that LSU's going after, did they just land on C.J.? So, big, big, big weekend. Bryce Underwood was in attendance. Harlan Berry was in attendance. My boy D.K. Moore, Corey Moore was in the was in the house. So, massive weekend. Massive weekend. They get in the top five, man, you start feeling good, especially how they're recruiting defensively. Offensively, they got some dudes. I can't deny that. But defensively, led by, in my opinion, McBride, uh, uh, Gabe Relaford was in the house. You, God forbid if you can flip him. God forbid if you can flip him. So, yeah. All right, a couple comments, and then we got about five minutes, and then we'll go to some phone calls. Uh, yeah, Terry Bussey was also in the building. He is from Louisiana. He is from Louisiana. So, a lot of big-time dudes. And A&M lost tonight, and there's some chaos um, there's some chaos floating around. There's some chaos floating around, uh, Aggie land. Some very big, some very big chaos. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Bry template says JD ain't going to run through your mouth like Cam would. That's true. Cam, Cam would knock your ass out, man. God damn. Troy Smith, <laughs> that Troy Smith stat line, Jane might have that shit in two weeks. <laughs> that Troy Smith stat line, he might have that shit in two weeks. Fuck. What a bad comparison by me. But he still only had one touchdown. Shit. <laughs> How many? So Jane came into the game with what, 17 passing touchdowns? What are you coming to the game with, passing touchdown wise? Y'all help us out in the chat. Uh, y'all help us out in the chat. 19, so he's got 22 now. So 22 TD, I mean, he's already passed last year's. He's already passed last year's. Um, passing touchdowns. All right. Let me get this shit set up because I know y'all want to talk. I know y'all want to talk. Let's see. I don't know how to do this shit. Oh, there we go. I ain't even. <laughs> All right, hold on. You're on the phone with AYS. I wasn't even planning on taking phone calls at this time. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? It's Dakota, Blake. Hey, Dakota, how you doing? I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, offense looks really good tonight. Um, wasn't surprised. The defense, I thought, was a little bit better, but got to be more consistent. But uh, do you know the status of Emory Jones? All I know is an ankle sprain. All right, Blake. Thanks for taking my call. All right, thanks, Dakota. All right, we're going to take some phone calls here. 225-435-9387. 225-435-9387. You want to call into the show, you can. All right, here we go. You on the phone. This is the AYS Hotline. This is the postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake, this is Rick up in Huntsville. What's up, Rick in Huntsville? What you think of the game? Man, I love the game. Jaden spread the ball around. Did a great job of not forcing it in when they had it bracket. Did a great job of getting the ball to Mason Taylor. And, I mean, our backs there, they're finding their groove late in the season, man. And if we can have that balance running attack with those weapons we got on the outside, I honestly think we can go toe-to-toe with Georgia as far as offensive-wise. Let me ask you a question. Do you think we should just get through the next three weeks and beat Bama before we, we get there, or are you kind of there? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely – it's always one game at a time. 
but me just looking at the big picture of it, we can handle we can handle business week in and week out. If we do end up in that situation, I feel real comfortable where our offense is. Any thoughts on the defense? Defense looked a lot better, man. The defensive line looked like they had a lot more energy. They were they were uh, storming the ball. They were gang tackling. It looks like they're playing with a lot more energy and effort, like they're trying to kind of find their groove. I agree, man. I agree. I thought they looked good. Thank you for the call. Yes, sir. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Trev, man. What's Trav? No, Trev. Oh, Trev. What's up, Trev? What do you think of the game? I was at the game. It was nice, man. Still wondering why I'm not, why I'm not seeing uh, that, that freshman on the end, uh, number 16. Deshaun Womack? Yeah, Womack. And a couple more of them corners. I don't, I don't like seeing uh, 15 out there uh, on that boundary, man. All right, let me ask you a question. Um, what did you think of Sage's play, or Sage's play tonight? It it wasn't bad, but it was against, like, kind of, you know, poor receivers, so. He get out there, get somebody who know what they're doing, they're going to burn him. Who would you put in, uh, ahead of him? Let the freshman play. Uh, what's his name? Stamps is out. Yep. Yeah, Stamps was out tonight. Oh, damn. Well, you got to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stamps. I, I get what you're saying, and I agree. Stamps was out. So, to, to the defense a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, he's out. I don't think you can play him. You know what I mean? And what about um, Chestnut? Did, did, did uh, Brian Kelly up there? I know they said he was. He was uh, Brian Kelly, let me. Well, first off, you won't do Chestnut out there? No, nah, I was just wondering about <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, where do Chestnut? Do you want him out there? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I was just wondering, you know, what his case was. What happened with him? Um, What do you think happened? He must have quit. <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. <laughs> All right, man. All right. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake. It's Steven in Huntsville, Alabama. How you doing? What's up, Steven in Huntsville? I love the defensive adjustments. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's better. I agree. What What specifically did you like? Well, I, I, I like the – you know, I know every everyone's calling for weeks, wet, wet weeks. Spates played a good game, man. I agree with that. I agree. He played a good game. He he played a good game. And, 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 you know, when is the last time we beat Auburn by more than three? Um, Maybe the Leonard Fournette year? Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe the Leonard Fournette year. I, I mean, look, I thought that, you know, I, I did think that Hugh would have a little more things uh, dialed up for this defense, being that they had a bye week. I was surprised that they came with the same vanilla shit. Maybe it's because they had to. Um, but the main thing is, is they tackled well. I thought the D-line played well. And I thought Omar Spates had a really good game. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call for players to be in the game when we win by what we won by. I agree. It's difficult to not. do that. I'm just not. But and the offense, you know, I mean, they got slowed down early and they picked up late. You know, and I have no complaints about it. What did you think of Jaden Daniels in the offense? He's a Heisman contender. I agree. I agree. I mean, look, look, if the if the receivers had caught the passes, and I know they weren't perfect, they weren't, but if they caught the passes that they could have caught, it could have been much worse. I yeah, it could they could have gone they could have gone for 50 without question. Yeah, they could have gone for 60. And so I think we're overlooking that because of what we saw I mean, I like Whit Weeks, man. I do, but at the same time, Spates played the best game of his career. You know what else I think goes unnoticed? Because at least on this show, we don't talk about him enough. I don't think it gets talked about enough on anywhere. I'll say Jordan Jordan Jefferson. Well, that too. But I think Mike Denbrock 
play calling wise is is so farly underrated that nobody gives him the credit uh, that he deserves. Talking about you know you talking about the play calling and things like that, guys being wide open and having some drops. His play calling tonight was again phenomenal. It was. I, I mean, I mean, Denbrock is a precision caller. I agree. I, I'm, I, I, there's just there's just no debate. And I'll tell you what, I'm not, I'll tell you this, Matt House, Matt House did a great job today. I want to see more. I want to see more of it. Thank you for the phone call, bud. Yep. Thanks. All right. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, how you doing, man? This is Ted, man, from Columbus, Georgia. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Big fan, man. I watch you every day, man. Appreciate it. What'd you think of the game? Hey, I love it, man. Hey, I had a question for you, Blake. What's up, man? Hey, when we play Bama, do you think our DBs going to hold up with those fast receivers that they got? Yes. Okay. That's all I want to know. Well, yeah. let, let me say this. I think you're good. I think you're going to give up two or three <laughs> big-time bombs, and they're going to connect on them. You're going to have to score. I think at minimum you got to score 35, 38 to get out of there to win. Yeah, we definitely need to score that much, but I, I just see that they kind of fast, man. And then, like that guy Isaiah Bunn, and the day that dude Princess, he kind of got off. But yep, I'm just that's the only thing I'm worried about is the wide receivers. Everything else, I know we we can handle it across the board. But that's all I that's all I want to know. And I, I got faith in you, Blake. So if you say we got it, I got word. I, I got faith in you, man. Much love, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, man. All right, Good call. I love when people compliment. (laughs) 225-435-9387. 225-435-9387. We keep going along. We take your phone calls. 225-435-9387. Y'all calling at the same time. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to tonight? Blake, George Seal. What are you doing, buddy? Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, look, dude, our offense, they didn't cover my five-leg parlay, but other than that, we're <laughs> fucking amazing on offense. Awesome. I, I think the defense showed something tonight. Hell when yeah, we, they when did. we play Army next week, hey, I think we got something. I think we're... Like Brian Kelly said, well, we might have found something. <laughs> he's a little closer. He's a little closer. That you, that LSU missed you on the on the five leg parlay. What they do, George? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Whatever that other one is, not the one that that helps you out. The other one. Uh huh. But they, uh, Brian Thomas didn't cover in the yards. Oh man, you took the prop bet. Oh, George. Hey, hey, man. Yeah, I think I think the defense has got it, though. I mean, we covered it tonight. I think we keep easing into it. I think our defense will cover against Army. We'll just keep moving forward, man. Just I agree. A little at a time. You know, Caleb Jackson, man, looks like a young Augie King out there. Hey, dude. Hey, that dude right there will run over anybody you put in front of him. No doubt. He looks He's good, doesn't the ball. He? You go this way. He'll go that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Y'all be good tonight. Uh, all right, George. You too. Be safe, man. <laughs> I love taking calls like that. George is lit up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Travis Houston, Texas. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing all right, man. Hey, man, I just want to call and uh and give the old line their praises, man, and shout them out. I agree. They had a the massive holes. night. Yeah, the holes they've been opening up for this running game, man. It's, it's allowing JD Five to do what he, what he does best, man, and that's be comfortable enough and pick defenses apart. So I mean, I feel like we can score against any defense in the country, and we have no issues except the defense. But it looks like they're trying to figure things out. But this offense can take us as far as we want to go. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, look, at seven quarters, seven straight quarters. You've given up five points per quarter. D- did you find something? Now, the question is, the question that you have to ask, 
are, are you playing an inferior opponent? And I mean, you didn't for three of those in Memphis and and Mizzou. Well, well, I had pause about that, Blake. I had pause because I figured, man, I, I don't. I want to see JD five against another Power Five defense that's pretty solid. Other than well, I, I mean, here's the truth, though. Here's the truth. They're the highest ranked defense you've played all year. Who? Um, Auburn. Auburn is? Yeah, Auburn was the 25. Right, right. Yeah, they were right. 25th total defense. Right. I, I mean, statistically speaking, they're better than Florida State right now to some extent. Right, and that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see this offense play against a defense that good, that solid. And oh, now I that I've seen it, I feel like we can score against anybody in the country, in my opinion. I agree, man. Thank you for the fo- for, thank you for the phone call. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. I mean, if we tell them the truth, that might be the best defense you've seen. I mean, Florida State had a good game, though. All right, you're on the phone with AYS. This is AYS. You're on the phone with AYS. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS post game show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? My name is uh, Nicholas. What's up, Nicholas? Man, I just want to say that Jaden Daniels has been phenomenal, and I never once doubted him. Never once. You this never Travis, once doubted him. This Travis, by the way. Yeah, no, never. Travis Dyson? That guy. Yes, yes, yes. That You're, so You're, so <laughs> You're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. You used to talk mad shit about him. And he has shut my mouth. And that's not easy to do, Blake. No, it's not. Has- you got more Twitter fingers than anybody or Facebook fingers. <laughs> he has shut me up. But uh, he, he's been phenomenal. I just wanted to say that. The defense looked good tonight, man. I'm just, you know this I'm is getting clipped and put in the group, right? You calling and oh, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. talking big time hey, man, again about Jaden? <laughs> hey, I can't. You know, the truth is the truth, Blaze. He been he, he lights out, bro. I can't. I can't take that from him. He looking better out. than Caleb Williams right now. I agree. What do you think of Jaden? Uh, what do you think of the defense? Defense looked. They look good tonight. They stopped Auburn running attack, which is not easy to do. I mean, that was that was a good performance. I must say that was pretty good, man. So. Hopefully they can keep it going moving forward. Two weeks, you got um, you go for the West, man. That's back to back years under Kelly. And big bad Bama, I think we take them, Blake. I, I, I like our chances. You can. Their defense isn't a joke, but you can. Offensively, they yeah. look. They never mind. I ain't gonna say it on live TV. But they <laughs> they look. They didn't look too good today, Trav. We we get Jaden time, Blake. We gonna get him because that that secondary that secondary suspect. I agree. Thank you for the call, Trav. Thank you, my man. All right, that's Trav Dyson. The famous talking Tiger Sports, Travis Dyson. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Famous talking Tiger Sports. Uh, Keith and Johnson. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm calling. I'm from uh, Monroe, Louisiana, by the way, uh, St. Martin, Mississippi. All right, all right. 318 in the house. I think we're going to do some great things. And Harold Perkins needs to keep doing what he's doing. And my only thing was the Major Burn Miss Tappers. Yeah, Major had a tough game out there. He had a tough game out there. What do you think of the offense? Uh, the offense off the chain, man. <laughs> I'm loving it. It was just the defense I was worried about. Look good tonight. All right, man. I appreciate the phone call, brother. All right, thanks. All right. Hey, if y'all call in, turn the show down in the background. <laughs> turn the show down in the background. I can't hear you. All I hear is me talking. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? 
Hey, Blake. It's uh, Randy from Tucson, Arizona. How are you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? Hanging in there. Uh, great game tonight. Uh, big fan of the show, by the way. I had a couple questions about recruiting, I guess. And then All right. first, uh, how big – how big do you think is the injury to Emory Jones? This not a recruit question, sorry, but do you think it's gonna you think he's gonna be out for a while, like the Alabama game, of course, or how do you think it's gonna affect the offensive line? Because they've been gelling really good these past couple of weeks and the entire season. You know, man, look, I I, I don't I, I don't know because I would be speculating. I mean, he's getting you know I was I got a text that he was getting an X ray and MRI tomorrow. I'd be speculating if I could tell you. If the if the X-ray comes back negative, then you know it's a ankle sprain, high ankle sprain. But they they said it was an ankle sprain tonight, so I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I really I really just don't know. I'd be telling you something that's a fib. Yeah, I uh, I feel that. And then the second one is because I mean we saw Bryce Underwood was there tonight, and yeah. George McIntyre was there the other week. Yep. In your opinion, who do you think LSU has the better chance of getting in the grand scheme of things, or who would you like to see them focus more in on? Underwood, without question. Underwood? Bo- on okay. both of your questions, I think Underwood. Because I, I think I it comes down that. to – I think it comes. it's down to you in Michigan. Uh, George McIntyre was at Tennessee today, and I think he's a big Tennessee dude. I think he's going to Tennessee. And for that alone, I am going – I mean, I think you got to go all in on Underwood. You're putting – and here's the reason. You could have scheduled McIntyre for him to come to this game. You didn't. And you put Underwood with guys like, you know, all the Duncanville guys, all the big-time recruits that were there this weekend. You had Frank Gore that was in the building. You had Theo Vaughn that I saw, like, dabbed him up before the game. You had a lot of – you know, just a lot of – you could tell who they're going after. And here's another thing. I do think Brian Kelly's style of football is more beneficial to Bryce Underwood than it mm-hmm. is George McIntyre. I'm not saying McIntyre's yep. bad. I, I just think that Kelly wants a quarterback that can move a little bit, and on, Underwood can do that. I think he is Jaden Daniels in a high school in a high school recruit's body. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, no. like I, I, totally, I was going to say the same thing about Kelly and a – uh, Denbrock's offense with a dual threat guy. So, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, what else did you think of the game? Uh, offense, I mean, you know, death and taxes and LSU scoring football for the first time in my life, well, besides 2019. Um, offense looked good. Defense, like you said, 20 points in, what, seven quarters now? And uh, I think 35 in seven quarters. 35? Okay. Sorry, math. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. You're all right. It's, it's late. Uh, but, I mean, defense, you just – you got to be them, but don't break at this point, I think. And I think they kind of realize that. But I would like to see them still. I mean, it's head scratching. You don't see a lot of the younger guys out there. But, uh, you know, you got to play with what you have. So, not really hoping too much from the defense. But as long as the offense can keep scoring, I think we'll be pretty good. Appreciate the phone call, bud. You too. Have a good one. You too. Well, there was an election today. Oh, boy. (laughs) Michael Morse says no other LSU team has had over 500 yards in six six straight games until this one. How about that? I mean... God, man, you're one defensive performance away from being six and one. Fuck. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who we had the pleasure of talking to? Hey, this Marvis from New Orleans. What's happening, man? Hey, I, I like this. I like seeing uh, Jordan Jefferson out there with Wingo. I like that mix. Up I agree. And put him on the side. That was real nice. Um. For some reason, Major Burns is a box safety. I do not like him back deep if we can't keep him close. That's just my own preference. Um, I just saw something that said that our offense has scored 500 yards in, five, in six straight games. First time ever for LSU. So kudos to Dem Brack and Jaden Daniels uh, for everything that they're doing. Um, what else? What else is one other thing? Um, 
The hey, uh, your guy, he had a really great game. I thought he did too. That was that was probably his best game he had in the field for sure. Uh, he did really well in press man. And that was one thing. Press man has always been a staple. I know that was a Corey uh, Corey Raymond thing, but that's what DBU was always about: being able to play press man to man coverage. Every single cornerback, if you go back in history, everyone was good in press man to man. I don't know if we don't have the talent or the trust. But like you say, whether it's zero blitz or you have to play more press man or press bell, five yards, just get them a little closer, playing seven to ten yards deep, it doesn't work. Like, it, it, it just doesn't work. But I like what I saw today from the defense, although it was an inferior team. It kind of reminded me of Mississippi State. We dominated Mississippi State as well. We got to see it against a, a decent offense, and we won't be able to see that until Alabama. So, fingers across. Hopefully they got it all figured out. Appreciate the phone call, man. All right. He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. <laughs> Man, did y'all see the dude that got tackled? The streaker, the dude running through the field, running on the field. That's the most Livingston Paris bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? This is Dylan Darbone from 337. Dylan, you sound like you don't dust your crawfish. Is that true? That is true. All right, what do you think of the game? I think, honestly, uh, Omar Spates gets a lot of hate, but I thought he was in position damn there every down I watch and I also like the fact that I didn't see a single two tight end set tonight oh uh, you had a couple I didn't I mean other than goal line yeah I mean you had a couple there but you're talking about in between the 20s yeah yeah I mean look it's so hard for me man really coming on this show every night and talking about the offense and anything that they do or don't do, you know, because, I mean, fuck, at this point, they're averaging 46 points a game. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just so fuck. It's so fucking hard for me, man. Like, oh, you missed a pass. Oh, Jaden threw a pick here. Uh, you know, like, what else, What am I supposed – you know, you get where I'm coming from. Like, you're averaging 46 points a game. I, I mean, I'm just so glad the defense showed up, to be real with you. 100%. What did you think of Omar Spates outing? Thought he played really I good. I he thought he played healthy. Unnecessary hate. Yeah, I thought he played healthy. I thought he did too. I thought he was in position every time I watched him and I mean, he may not be the guy making the big play, but he's in position setting up for someone else to make the play. I agree. I he thought he looked up. good now that he's healthy. So Absolutely. You know, look, I mean, he's better against the run, but here's the thing though. He was out of position sometimes in the passing game, but I think, you know, that's a little bit more on house than anybody. I I agree. I agree. One more thing. All right. Zai Alexander. What yep. did you think of him? I thought he had a pretty good game. I thought, you know, he played all press man coverage last year for Southeastern. It's the reason why he was the Southland Player Conference of the Year defensively. I think you got to let him do things to his strength. I thought he played pretty well. I thought he gave up some yardage. Some catches, but if I'm not mistaken, they have they targeted him over ten times, and maybe a handful of catches. I'll take that every every day of the week. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Thank you for the phone call, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate. It. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS post game show. Who do you have the pleasure of talking to? Hundred percent. Hey, can you turn can you turn the show down in the back? If y'all going to call, you better be ready to talk in this bitch. Don't come around pussyfooting around. All right. We'll uh, wait for a couple more phone calls. 225-435-9387.
225-435-9387. People calling, they too drunk. People too drunk. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Yes, 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 indeed. All right, UNC wins 41-31 over Miami. Golly. I saw that dang game going differently. All right, last one. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Can't hear you, buddy. Hey, man, talking to you. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Turn the show down in the background. All right, who What's we have up? the pleasure of talking to? This is Gage Fitzhugh. What's up, Gage? What's up? What you think of the game? Way better defense, bro. Way better. How old are you, man? I am... 12 years old. All right, bud. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake, it's Logan. I just got one thing to say. All right, Jaden is phenomenal, and he needs to be in the Heisman conversation. I'll hang up and listen to what you got to say. Who did you. you say? It's it's Logan. No, who did you say should be in the Heisman discussion? Oh, Jaden, my bad. <laughs> I thought you said Logan Diggs. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah, you man. No, my bad. <laughs> thank you, buddy. I well, appreciate thanks, the phone man. call. You have a good night. All right, you too. I agree, man. Jaden Daniels deserves as five straight UNC versus Bama also. Uh, Miami hasn't won in Chapel Hill seven last night. Mario Cristobal, man. He's a winner. Did you know that he used to run Justin Herbert because he was a dual-threat quarterback? <laughs> um, in reference to Jane Daniels and the Heisman, I, I think I think if he continues to play like this, man, he's going to find himself in New York. It's my opinion. He's going to find himself in New York. And I do think Penix leaves the ticket after today because of what happened. But... Uh, I mean, look, man, Michael Penix, motherfucker. Michael Penix is a dog. But I think Jane deserves to be there. All right. We'll see y'all probably tomorrow because we're going to have to do something with this all this recruiting news. See y'all tomorrow, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.